and welcome to the Atomic Geekdom Podcast. My name is Dave. Joining me tonight is Shannon. Hello. And all the way, long distance from the Two Broke Geeks Podcast is Matt. Hi. I had to make sure <laughs> I had to make sure I got the right podcast. I have you guys and the Just Two Pals on so often I get them all confused. And I know. Two two shows. Yeah, exactly. All these numbers. Yeah, yeah numbers are hard, man. <laughs> get past one and I'm all confused. Me too. Uh so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do an entire show this week all about the fantastic world of LARPing or live action role playing. Um, and our, our resident mm. expert here at Atomic Geekdom is Shannon. So, <laughs> luckily enough, she's on the show with us tonight. Indeed. Making time in between games of uh, WoW and watching... Uh, you were watching Harry Potter. I don't know what you're watching now. Yeah, uh, well, my boyfriend hadn't seen all the Harry Potter movies, so we had to binge those, of course. <laughs> and now I'm trying to get caught up on Gotham, because I got behind on it, so... Just a little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah, I got to watch last season of Gotham. I'm halfway through. It's it. It didn't really catch my eye at first, but it's uh, picked up a lot of speed. So I'm trying to go back and rewatch everything. Yeah, but, uh, for those that don't know, Matt hates it, so we're not going to talk. about I do it. hate it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he calls it. He calls it Gotham babies. Yep. I mean uh, that's not inaccurate. So <laughs> very true. Uh, so yes, amidst all of the real world chaos of my city being on fire apparently and cars burning and, uh, people rioting and such and the way of the world as it is. Oh, Dave, I also thought of you cause I saw an article about a creepy clown walking around somewhere in Wisconsin. So oh. yeah, it's actually in green Bay that they had all those pictures taken and it's for a movie. No, really? Cause this was something different. I was thinking of it was maybe. There's there's a kid walking around in Waukesha apparently dressed as that's a clown. That's the kid. I, yeah, that's the, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. The guy in Waukesha. Dave, do you not like clowns either? I don't. I I love it. It's one of my favorite movies. I'm wearing yeah. an it T-shirt right now. I uh, yeah. clowns clowns don't scare me, but uh, clowns with knives and that turn into demons and stuff that scare me. That's fair. I do not like clowns. Never have. <laughs> I almost punched a clown in the face once. <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite joke, running joke on Supernatural about Sam not liking clowns. <laughs> uh, that's that's good. Uh, but yeah, there was a guy it up. It is, yep. There's like a Facebook page dedicated to this guy up in Green Bay that was dressed as a clown. Or these sightings of this clown who was holding four black, black balloons. And uh, it turned out it was like a viral marketing thing for some movie they're making. Hmm. Interesting. Still cool. I'd, I'd still see this movie. Yeah. I have no interest. That sounds terrible. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, amidst all of that, Matt interrupted my, my thesis statement. Uh, I did. Uh, amidst all of this chaos and crazy clowns walking around Wisconsin, uh, there's there's this, this fantasy world of role-playing, uh, whether it's live action or video game or D&D and uh, ways to escape the harsh realities of life of everyday life other than just reading or watching movies, you can immerse yourself into this kind of action, which is the goal. I mean, I can't remember how many times playing Final Fantasy or Zelda wishing I was Link or uh, I could be doing these cool things with a party of, of my friends and whatnot. But I never actually played D&D, &D, which is weird. I should. I think it would be fun. You definitely should. 
Yeah, and maybe we can figure something out to do some kind of D&D via Skype for an episode or something. I'm sure we could do Oh, that. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure we could. But uh, live-action role-playing, I know next to nothing about it other than what I've seen in the movie Role Models, which, great movie. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. Uh, made made LARPing look like a lot of fun, even though they kind of poked fun at it a little bit, but it was a, a real thing for real people to do and have fun and make friends and stuff. And uh, what... First, what got I think we might have asked you this in your introduction thing, but I'll ask it again. What got you into LARPing? Oh gosh. Okay, so when I I was about fifteen years old, um, I was volunteering at my local library because where I grew up, it was a requirement to have so many volunteer hours to graduate high school. So a bunch of high school kids were volunteering there because it was a small town and wasn't a lot of options. <laughs> um, and I was just hanging out there volunteering and these guys from this group called AmpGuard came and did a demo with a bunch of swords and archery and I was really into a lot of um, fantasy books at the time. Like I've always been a huge Lord of the Rings fan and I mentioned the Aragon series and I was like, oh, this is really cool. And so I just got hooked and I started going out to the park every weekend and I haven't quit since. So <laughs> it's been almost 10 years now. So, so would you say it was more of your, your love for the books and that, that kind of, that kind of medieval style or fantasy style that got you interested or was it just all of it being, being a part of something bigger and being a different person or character? I think it's a little bit of both. So I'm I'm a pretty rare bird in Amgard, honestly. Most people get into it because their friends are in it or because, um, I mean, really, that's mostly they get into it because a friend or a sibling was in it. And I actually got into it purely based on being a big fat nerd. <laughs> um, but you get into it for the reason but you stay because of the people and I've just made so many friends that I'm still friends with this day the girl uh, actually the girl who told me about Ampgard and told me to go to the demo I'm in her wedding in about a month like that we're all that close to each other still wow um yeah and Ampgard's different from a lot of other LARPing games in the sense that you don't there's not a whole lot of role playing that goes into it um some people get really into it but it's much more about uh, community and competition, I think, um, because there's a lot of competition in both fighting as well as arts and sciences. Um, and so, yeah, it's not so much about what you're doing as far as a character goes. It's a community that you've built up and uh, your skills. Okay. So I, I imagine like a cool, lot of... Cool. A lot of geeks and nerds are kind of introverts and they don't like to be around other people. Is it <laughs> is it kind of that way with LARPing? And that, Although when you are LARPing, you kind of get to be more... Like you're not alone. You're with all the people that like the same thing as you. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of that. Uh, I mean, when you're in a group setting of a lot of people who are obviously all into at least one common thing mm -hmm. um, and you're all dressed up in funny clothes and have <laughs> funny names you call each other. So it kind of breaks down those barriers, definitely opens up some doors for community with people who may not be as into that community uh, outside of the game. So 
do you do you find I, I clearly I this is a dumb question because you're very open about it. I mean, but would you be like like uh, with your boyfriend on a first date? Probably not the first thing you mentioned, or are you proud of it enough to say, "Yep, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm all about this and deal with it," or you know, we're that's you know, this is the only date. Honestly, it's an important enough part of my life. It's it's something I um, care about very deeply. So it is something I bring up pretty early. And if I cannot imagine dating somebody who thought it was like unacceptable or something. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's definitely, I guess it's a deal breaker in that sense. Uh, you don't have to enjoy it, but you got to support me. So right. Put up with you going all the time and yeah. ta- talking about well, it. And I, if, yeah, definitely. I, part of me wishes that I'd known that this, uh, we were going to do this podcast tonight. It was kind of on a whim because there were definitely some other people I could have invited who would have loved to be a part of it. Cause we have people who do video chats on this stuff all the time. So oh, well, if we ever want to do like LARPing part two. <laughs> yeah. It's a topic we'll definitely revisit for sure. Um, yeah. So this is just LARPing 101 breakdown. <laughs> right. Right. Do you, okay. <laughs> so since you like the fantasy side of things and like the Lord of the Rings and the Aragon and stuff like that, and then obviously LARPing, do you, mm-hmm. do you like like the, the Renaissance fair or Renaissance fairs mm-hmm. uh, or like that kind of stuff? Or is that completely different? Um, it is completely different from what I do in LARPing, uh, but I do enjoy them. I just, it's not something I would go to religiously. Like I do Amp Guard. <laughs> um, People, I don't, I guess people dress similarly as what they do in Renaissance fairs, but a lot of Renaissance fairs is based around um, enacting, like, shows and selling wares. And you do see a little bit of that at, uh, as far as selling goes, at some Amgard events, um, which are large-scale camping things. Um But what an average weekend at Amgard looks like is showing up to the park with, sometimes as few as 10, sometimes as many as 30, 40, 50 people and um, fighting with swords and playing in battle games where you do play that class and sometimes people do play a character. Um, And just a lot of, like, hanging out. That's it. (laughs) All right. Very cool. Matt, you got anything or do you want me to keep going? (laughs) Um... No, I don't have anything yet. I mean, I never have LARPed myself. I was invited once upon a time, but I didn't end up getting to go. And I remember them describing it to me and stuff, like, you know, the idea of casting spells and everything. And it sounded fun, but I never got to go. I'm sure I could find you a park in your area, Matt. We have them all yeah, over I, the country. Yeah, I remember <laughs> it was either here in Vermont or just over the border in New Hampshire. And I remember, the, you know, I had a friend that would, like, go and be like a orc or a goblin or something and wear mm-hmm. green makeup all weekend and throw little bags of flour at other people and, you know, cast spells and stuff like that. So um, maybe, yeah, maybe, okay, so now that I just said throw little bags of flour, that doesn't make any sense to anybody. So maybe you should describe kind of how it, how it works, like what you do when you go out and have battles <laughs> in the woods and magic and stuff. Sorry, I'm hiccuping <laughs> now. Uh, magic in the woods and stuff. Because obviously you don't go out and cast real spells, so you have to cast them somehow. Right. Well, so it's so hard. It's such a large world. It's hard to (laughs) – I always pick out these pieces, and I'm like, well, wait, I can't explain that without explaining this. Um, So 
There's basically two different types of fighting that will happen at any event or any park day, um, which is just a regular weekend. An event, like I said, it's a camping thing, so it's something planned in advance. It will either be um, like one-on-one tournaments or what we call ditching, which is just side A versus side B and fight till one side's left, or battle games. And battle games is where you choose a class, um, and that's, you know, assassin, druid, scout, archer, monk, those sorts of things. Um, And you play that class, including their abilities and their spells and certain weapons that they can have Mm. um, in the game. And sometimes there's a goal, like sometimes we'll do things like capture the flag or take this bridge, or sometimes it's mutual annihilation. It just depends on how in-depth people have gotten. Um, And for the magic spell or magic casters, there are both verbal incantations as well as spell balls. Um, You can also do enchanted archery and enchanted weapons. Um, And so if there is a verbal incantation, such as the healing spell, you have to, you know, obviously you have to have physical contact with the person who's injured. And you say the verbal healing spell and they can play with whatever, you know, limb they've lost or whatever. Um, And it's really just kind of an honor-based thing. Um, You don't... You can't, you know, get up if someone hasn't actually done the incantation on you. And we do have uh, reeves that are designated to the game to monitor that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's very much an honor-based system. Um, there's also spells where you point at someone and you... Uh, I'm not very familiar with magic, so I can't give really great examples. <laughs> um, but there right. are spells where you point at someone and it's like, I shove the, I shove the, I shove the, and they have to walk backwards like 15 feet and that's great in battle games where you're trying to take over like a bridge or a gate mm-hmm. and you need to get people out of the way um so those would that would be another example of a verbal incantation that's you know aggressive versus passive hmm. okay cool and what about like if you go out and have like a sword battle is it like the sca mm-hmm. where you kind of make things out of you know foam and you've got like swords that aren't really you know swords like you're not going to hit somebody and and hurt them so sca is very different from a boffer based system like what i okay. fight in um we use foam sca is just a wooden stick with duct tape on it and i'm not okay. exaggerating well, i gotta so i gotta you have to have... i gotta stop you i don't know what either of those two things are that you're talking about oh, okay. <laughs> no that's fine i get ahead of myself so sca is um society for creative anachronism Thank you. I don't yeah. play it, but it's... Yeah, it's I, knew, I had a lot of friends in college that were into it, so... Yeah, it's um, it's LARPing on steroids. It is the most extreme, most expensive um, version that you can play. That's going to be much more like a Renaissance Fair. You can't show up in a like vinyl tent. You have to camp in a canvas tent. You have to wear period garb. You mm. A lot of people ask that you speak in period language. It's very much more in-depth. Um, boffer based systems on the other hand boffers just means uh, weapons that are like nerf weapons like they're covered in foam Mm -hmm. um, and you don't have to wear armor to play Um, so things like Ampgard, uh, Dagahir Belagarth, those are just names for different games that people play and it's just different rules and preferences that you have so Ampgard's a lot, it's more tame compared to some of the more extreme ones but by doing so, we welcome a larger populace because we let anyone, I think it's 14 or up, play. Yeah. Um, so we do kind of get that younger crowd, whereas I I can't keep Belagarth and Dagger here straight, so some nerds on the internet are going to murder me for it. But um, 
they like allow things like shield bashing and headshots mm-hmm. and we don't allow that. So you can't just go and shove someone in the face with your shield because you can, um, and you can't hit people in the head. It's against our rules, but that's not the same with every LARP. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. So I, I don't think you've covered this. You've said a lot so far and I'm trying to keep up with everything. Um, like, well, okay. So I, I'm a brand new person coming to, to join you guys. Do I have to like <laughs> come up with this whole identity or like, I have to obviously pick a class then you were saying different classes and or different types of, of character. Um, and how does that process work out? You just decide what it is and that's what it is or. I mean, it's up to you if you want to create a character. Uh, In my 10 years of playing, I've never really developed a character that I play. Um, You do pick a name that you go by in-game. Mine is Shenanigans. It's just a funny name. Sure. Some people have much serious names. Mm -hmm. Um, I I had other names before, but I changed it just because my... You know, I as a person have obviously changed in about 10 years of time. So Um, you pick a name... You can play whatever class you want on a weekly basis, but you do level it up based on how often you play it. So you get, um, you know, credits towards that class when you play it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes, it can take quite a while to level up on that basis if you don't show up every week. Um, Cause it's like, I, I'm also, they changed the rules a couple of years ago and I wasn't really active in the fighting aspect for a couple of years. So I'm a little behind on this, but it takes so many credits to be a level and something like six or 12. Um, and so you have to play that many weeks to get to the next level, to get more abilities and more spells and whatnot. So, um, you don't have to bring anything to show up to the park your first day. You just got to come out with a willing enthusiasm to learn and have fun and not be afraid to look a little silly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, so you said it's a camping thing too for what for what you do. So you just you kind of it's like a whole weekend. Yeah, sometimes it's a weekend. Sometimes it's longer. Um, there, let's see. I went out to there's an event called Rackus that's out in Colorado, and I go out Wednesday through Sunday and camp out and fight during the day or at night. We do a lot of night ditching, is what we call it. It's just you know one side versus the other, mm-hmm. and so we'll light up. Um, some, I don't know what they're called, but floodlights basically, and go fight out at night because it's cooler and it's much easier (laughs) and they'll do battle games during the day. Um, a lot of times they'll provide feasts. You do pay a certain fee to get in, but that's like your whole weekend and they'll provide feasts where everybody can eat. And we have court at one point and that's where they would make any announcements and do things like nightings, um, stuff like that. But they're all over the country, and they're all very frequent. Um, There's one coming up in um, Illinois, I think, called Keep on the Borderlands in September. In October, there's one called Feast of Mars in California. And these are just the ones I know of off the top of my head. There's so many going on. There's no way to keep up. How far have have you traveled for one of these events? Um, Keep on the Borderlands is the... Oh, no, no. I actually traveled to California when I was a teenager for one called sword night Boot Camp, um, which is a few nights events, but you go to classes based on, um, you know, playing with one sword, playing with a sword and a shield, playing mm-hmm. with a polearm, which is like an eight foot sword basically. Um, so I, that would, California would be the furthest I've traveled and I'm in Colorado oh. for reference. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, boy, I don't know what to ask now. <laughs> 
No, it's okay. I always use role models as a reference just to give people an idea of what it's like, but we're not quite that serious, which is funny because it's not a serious movie, but, (laughs) you know, there's no requirement to speak in a certain tone of voice. There's no um, bowing down to the king. I mean, people wear crowns and things based on their titles they've earned, but... um, there's nothing crazy formal like that. We're we're pretty lax on everything, and it's all about having a good time and hanging out with some friends. And nighttime's often like one big party. Especially, it just depends on who you know and who you hang out with. But it's That's cool. Just, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, events can range anywhere from. I went to one a uh, couple weekends ago that was just a like. I don't think we had more than 50 people out the whole weekend, but I've been to one in, I think it's Illinois, maybe Indiana. I can't keep them straight, but keep on the borderlands was almost seven. It was like 750 people last year. So it can get big. (laughs) (laughs) So, so what's what, okay. So you said there's different things that you do. Like you you said different terms and different uh, type of like events that you can do within that one weekend or event. Uh, like, is there like a goal throughout the whole thing or each, each thing is different or each, each event is different or is there just mass hysteria and chaos and just having fun? (laughs) It's each event's different. There are events that have a goal. Like, uh, I don't know if it's still this way because I've never been, but I know banner wars in Texas used to be, um, you show up with your fighting company and you fight with your fighting company all weekend and earn points for your company or your kingdom. Um, based on participation and performance in, like, battle games and tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, a lot of the ones I go to, it's just there are battle games where there are goals throughout the event that are scheduled. You know, there's, like, one at 11 a.m. and one at 3 p.m. Um, but it's not one goal cohesively for the entire event. Okay. Well, I, okay, I'm still, let me think. I'm going to try and figure out, like, an entire weekend. So, like, you show up and you, what, do you report to, do you have, like, a place that you go, like, a cabin or, like, a tent or, or I, like, how do you meet <laughs> up with, okay, like, is there a story? Like, do you show up and you know what the mm-hmm. schedule is so you know what the story is so you go to, like, a specific meeting place or do you show up? Uh, like in a role-playing game online, just show up to like a random location and see what happens. I, it's a little, I, so I'm a bad person to ask for that, honestly. I don't play a lot of battle games when I go to events. I generally go to hang out with my friends, and I okay. do whatever they do. And most of the time, honestly, it's just having a beer and hanging out in camp. <laughs> okay. So I show up, and I go set up my tents, and I find my friends to hang out with. And But when there's a scheduled event, such as a battle game, there's mm-hmm. usually you meet on the field, and everybody knows where the field is because that's where everybody's fighting. And so they start the battle game at three on the field, and if you're there, you join. If you're not, you don't join. So Okay. Not a requirement. It's definitely an option. And mm. there's a different range of people who play battle games and those who just um fight in ditching which is that one or that group on group so 
Okay. Because it's definitely you. not everyone's thing. It's a lot of key. When you play in a battle game, it's a lot to keep track of because you have to keep track of the people on your side and the people on their side and your goal and any magic that's been cast on you. So it's, there's a lot going on. I love the team aspect of them personally. I love everybody's working towards one goal, whereas ditching it's just stay alive and maybe help out the guys on your side. Um, but yeah. Hmm. Okay. So you you say you don't take place in a lot of battle events. So and <laughs> so are there like different? You might have explained this, and maybe I missed it. But what kind of events do you do when you do get there besides just hanging out with your friends and drinking some beers? Like what what kind of events are like your favorite events? And like I said, maybe I just missed this. Maybe you already explained it already. No, I don't think you did. I mean, I just. Okay. I'm pretty boring. I just hang out with my friends. I have a lot of, I have so many people I know in this game that um, if I'm not fighting, I'm just hanging out. There's a lot of times I'll do things like archery tournaments because um, mm -hmm. we do archery. They do have arts and science competitions where you can enter things that you've made. Um, and sometimes it's as simple as I sewed this tunic. Sometimes it's ex as extreme as I made this full leather armor. I made my, one of my friends, made bows um from scratch like literally took the wood and made a bow and entered it into competitions um that's cool chain people do things like chain mail um pottery uh metalworking cooking um wow painting silk banners um like anything you can imagine that you might have done back then, people do that and enter it into competitions for arts and sciences. Um, oftentimes at night around a fire, they'll also do bardics where people come and sing and perform um, dances or poems or stories. Um, so that's a pretty big draw for a lot of people as well. Hmm. Cool. Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so do people, okay, so like you said, you like to hang out with your friends and stuff too. Are people allowed to just come and, and hang out or do they have to be part of the, like the LARPing, like the event itself, like coming in the, the like the costume or, uh, are, are, like other spectators allowed, I guess is my, my question. Oh yeah, absolutely. If you stay, if you come, there's usually a fee, like there's a day trip fee or a camping fee, depending on what you're doing. So you would need to pay that, but like. Um, my boyfriend came out to an event just to hang out with me and he never got in costume or anything like that. So that's mm. absolutely allowed, even encouraged. If you just want to watch, that's fine. Um, it's not for everybody, but that doesn't mean you don't want to be involved in some aspect. Sure. Whether you're supporting, yeah. supporting a loved one or a friend or whatever. Yeah. Well, and the more people we have, especially when it's things like hanging out at the park every weekend, the more people we have just standing around watching us, the more people we draw over. So it's always good to encourage participation, even if it's just hanging out. Grow, growing your numbers until you take over the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we have <laughs> cool. groups in Canada and a few in Europe, but mostly Canada and the U.S. And everywhere from Alaska to New York and everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so the LARPing or what you're doing is more of like the fantasy style stuff, like kind of medieval or uh, that 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 kind of feel, like you know, spells mm -hmm. and knights and things like that. Are there? This might be a weird question. It just kind of came to me. Are there different styles or themes of LARPing? Aside? Yeah, there are. 
I can't remember the name of it. Um, there is one that's getting really big that's like a zombie apocalypse type um, mm-hmm. world. I think we talked about it briefly, briefly uh, a couple weeks ago. Anyway, I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me because I don't right, play it. But I, I, I think Jenny got a picture of it at... Uh, yes! Yes, that horror fest, uh, whatever scare, she's at. Scare, <laughs> Scarilla or Scare LA. Scare LA, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Scarilla. yeah. So that's... Uh, like a apocalypse theme LARPing, which is getting really big. Um, but I've never participated in anything really, but Amgard. So my experience there is pretty limited, but yes, there definitely are different types that you can play in. I'd say medieval and fantasy themed are the most popular. Cause that's how, um, SCA, Belgar, Dagahir, Amgard, like everyone I can think of off the top of my head, those are all medieval fantasy themed. Okay, dystopiarising.com is what it That's was. That's it, yes. Yes. Uh, cool name. Uh, yeah, zombies, that would be fun. I think that would be kind of cool. I've, like, I, I've seen, like, the zombie runs where you do, like, the, like, the, the, like, the Tough mutter and that kind of, like, marathon style where the zombies are in the, in the mix. I've, like, thought about that, but I, you know, the, the LARPing style sounds, like, more fun to me <laughs> than doing the... Yeah. the that seems pretty cool. Like I was, I don't know why I was thinking like, is there like superhero role playing or, or live action role playing yeah. theme types of thing? But the, the zombie thing makes more sense. That's a really good question about superhero because that would make sense, but I have no idea. It seems like it'd be kind of hard to uh, enact as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It is kind of interesting that the live action role playing is very specific to one genre of like, is like, there's no sci-fi live-action role-playing, is there? Like, Where, like alien invasion? There absolutely is. I just, oh. my knowledge on it is so limited. Yep. Okay. But there is. There I is. I that. Like, all, and now all I can imagine is, like, people going out in, like, Star Trek costumes to... <laughs> oh, it's got to be a thing. That's got to be. Like, what makes me think of it that is... That would be right up my alley. Like, because the <laughs> fantasy thing I'm, like, kind of eh on, but the Star Trek would be, like, right up my... Or, you know, sci-fi. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sci-fi or superheroes. Well, it's just... I was thinking of, like, what it was like to be a kid when you'd play with your friends, like, in, in the neighborhood, uh-huh. and, you know, you're... You're Leonardo. I get to be Raphael. We're all Ninja Turtles, and we're just pretending. And uh, sadly, at that time, I'm sorry, Shannon, the one girl in the neighborhood had to be April O'Neil, and we had to save her. Um, <laughs> that that was the times. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, I mean, times have changed, though. And that's all that matters. You're right. You're right. Exactly. And at least I realized that it was a stupid thing. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, I was thinking like that's what it was like to be a kid. Like you just use your imagination, and I guess that's probably a huge draw. Uh, other than just spending time with your friends and being in this 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 world that you can't really exist in, but is using your imagination and being creative in a way that you really can't otherwise. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. Yeah. I, I didn't have a question with that. It was just more of a statement. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like. No, that's okay. I the. I mean, we're getting pretty far into this, so I mean. Okay. Sometimes you just have to think of the questions later on. And the cool part is, like I said, we can retouch on this. And maybe if some of the users who are listening want to send in questions for us too, I can get mm. other people who are also involved to answer them. Because I've been playing for a long time, but I haven't been nearly as active as a lot of other people who have been playing for even less time than I have are. Um, what, what's your group, your group called again? 
Ampgard. A-M-T-G-A-R-D. And it's like a website? We, or Yeah, it's uh, ampgard.com, actually. Pretty easy. There you go. Yeah. Cool. Um, like I, I'm kind of enthralled in the, like the, the building, the creator or the character side of it, like being creative like that. Like I'd want to, I just thinking about it. Like, I think I'd be like an assassin. That would be fun. Um, like, I guess, do you, I'm trying to think of how to word this question in a way that it might not sound like I've already asked it. Cause I don't, I, you haven't answered it and I don't think I've asked it yet, but like, okay. So because you're you don't do this style, I guess you're more interested in a different style. But like, it kind of seems cool to me. Like the like the D and D thing, from what I understand, that that there's a story being told there, and you're part of the story. But with this, it's kind of like an ever evolving, uh, like a moment, right? Like it's all just happening in the moment. Yeah, it, I mean, and like I said, unfortunately, my answer is almost always well, it depends, right? <laughs> right, right. Um, so there are these things called reigns right so we have a park and the park is a part of a kingdom and there are both kingdom reigns and your parks reign and a reign generally lasts about six months and that means the people who are basically the president and the vice president and the treasurer of the club which we call you know the emperor or the baron Mm -hmm. and the um, prime minister and the regent those people will shift those roles every six months you know so different people can come in and out of office And during those times, people will often run what we call themed reigns. Um, So one of my favorite reigns when I was... um, You're saying reign, it's R-E-I-G-N, right? Yes, yes, sorry. Um, So one of my favorite reigns when I was a teenager actually was a zombie-themed reign. And so even though this is a fantasy themed role-playing game we encouraged people to do things like dressed up in camo and created throwies that looked like um pistols and so even though we were playing by medieval weapon rules as far as we're playing with swords and pole arms Mm -hmm. we encourage creativity and we don't really have any strict guidelines as to where you can end this at um I've seen people make weapons that look like guitars that are totally legal and <laughs> people make, I mean, they, people are so creative and we don't really want to squash that. So we encourage that creativity. Um, another, other themed reigns we've done where like when I was younger, we did a clue themed reign. And so the um, M- Imperial, which is like, you know, the hierarchy, um, people in charge were playing characters out of clue and they would go to different parks in the kingdom throughout the event and give out like clue cards and encourage people to try to solve the clue game. That sounds um, awesome. That is pretty yeah. cool. Yep. It was so much fun. Those are my favorite types of games. Um, one of the last themed drains at my park was just like monsters. It was just themed after monsters. So they, we did this big spiel every weekend where, okay, our party is on a quest and we're now we encountered this monster. Um, you know, we encountered a shark that has two heads or we encountered <laughs> a Medusa themed monster, you know? So mm-hmm. it just, it, it is what you put into it. If you want it to be very heavily roleplay based, you can make it that way. If you just want to show up and hit people with sticks, you can just show up and hit people with sticks. If you just want to show up and dress up and hang out, you can do that too. So how long does it take you to like like an inha- how much adding to your your gear and your costume have you done? Not too much honestly. <laughs> uh but I 
I'm kind of, I feel like I'm kind of a bad amp garter now that I'm in this conversation. <laughs> um, you're you're a social like, amp garter. I, that's exactly what it is. I know a lot of people and I'm, I know a lot of people throughout different areas, but I, I'm just now getting into the part where now I actually have the time and the money as an adult to do things like sewing and getting into leatherworking mm-hmm. and things like that. Whereas as a teenager or when I was in college, I didn't have time for that. Right. So I just, or I, I didn't really make it a priority. Um, I should say. Um, so not too much. Uh, I suppose another thing I should explore is things like uh, belted lines. Um, so people who are very dedicated to the game and do a lot of things for it can become knighted. And there are four different ways that you can do it. You can become a knight of the sword, which you achieve through um, fighting. And that's basically winning a lot of tournaments and proving that you are one of the best fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, you can become... A Night of the Flame, and that's service to the game. And so that's done through a bunch of different things. Um, I am belted to someone who basically got their knighthood through creating um, a web-based records-keeping program for the game. So um, that's a Knighthood of the Flame. There's Knighthood of the Crown, which, as I was talking with Reigns and people being in charge, if you're in charge a lot, there's a lot of work and effort that goes into that. So it can be rewarded through... Knight of the Fl- or Crown, if it's excellent work. Um, and there's Knight of the Dragon, which is arts and science competition. So um, consistency in artwork and um, things like leatherworking and sewing and painting and everything. So well, that's cool. there's Knight, and that's takes a, it can take a very long time to achieve. Um, and then Knights can take on Squires. I'm a Squire. Um, squires can also take on men or women at arms and they can also take on pages. So that's, and there are designated belts for each of those. Like you can't wear a white belt unless you have achieved knighthood and red belts are for squires and yellow belts are for pages and technically black belts with like a silver lining are for uh, man at arms, but we're not very strict on that. So, <laughs> okay. Hmm. The biggest no-no is white belts. You can't, you cannot wear a white belt unless you have a knighthood, and that that is pretty strictly enforced. Again, and then how would you like? So how would you become a knight? Um, you focus on one of the four paths to knighthood, and focus on being a good representation for the game, and teaching others, and ensuring that they can also achieve good things in the game, and you get awards. Um, based on what you're doing in the game or you can, you know, you know, it's never a guarantee, but there are different awards for different types of work. So an order of the roses for service to the game An order of the warrior is for fighting um, an order of the dragon is for arts and science An order of God. There's so many. <laughs> <laughs> and is, is like being, being a knight, like a goal of yours or is it just, yeah, whatever. It's not necessarily a goal of mine. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it might be at some point, um, but I just want to focus on being a good representation of the game and making sure this game flourishes because it's something I care about a whole lot. It's something I've been playing for so long. It's a community I really believe in. Cool. What? Yeah. What would you say to somebody like myself or Matt who is brand new and just kind of like? Uh, it sounds cool, but it's too weird. Like, I can't, I don't think I can do it. It's putting myself too out there. What would you say to somebody like that? 
I'd say just show up. You might surprise yourself. Um, <laughs> there's no harm in seeing what's out there. It, it it is dorky and silly, but the people make it worth it. I cannot tell you the friendships, how tightly those friendships are that I've made. It's gone beyond friendship for many, many people. Um, they're my family. I mean, through and through. Um, I wouldn't know some of my best friends. I wouldn't know any of my best friends if it wasn't for the game. So, oh, that's yeah. How that's cool. This have you run into issues with like? Anybody like because I've seen it from like cosplaying sides, like people just being stupid, being stupid and being bullies from the outside. Like, have you ever yeah. run, run into that while you guys have been at like a park or something like that? Oh, absolutely. Shitty people are everywhere. There's no escaping it. And <laughs> right. They will show up in any aspect of anything. And we just try to keep that to a minimum and um, control it. So, yeah, definitely. Try to, yeah, protect everybody from it. Yeah. Yeah. Our yeah. goal is to protect our members and make sure everybody has fun. So, Of course. Uh, oh, boy. I don't know what else to <laughs> ask. There's a lot of information. Yeah. I'm going to flood it on you. <laughs> that's, that's cool. It's, it's, it's good stuff to know, though, because uh, it, it's... Yeah. It's extremely interesting to me. Like I remember when I like I I had kind of heard of it. I'm like, oh, it's not a real thing. And then I saw the movie. Uh, I saw role models, and they were doing it. And I'm like, oh, all right. I guess it's a little more real than I thought. Because I just thought it was like Renaissance Fair people, where they dress up and they just kind of hang out. Or like you said, Renaissance Fair is more like about selling things and hanging out, like a, like a festival type thing. But yeah, I I didn't. I, I guess I didn't know how how either you know loose it can be or how serious like from the movie like they took it. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. it's it's good information to have and to know. And yeah, I thought it had a lot of rules. Yeah. and stuff. So I mean, there definitely is a rule book that we have to follow. That's I don't even know how many pages long. I mean, it's like it's like uh, with D and D, right? You mm-hmm. create what you want out of it. You put into it what you get out of it. But there are still rules to follow. So don't get me wrong. There are definitely strict rules. But the social rules, are, I think, are where people often think that they're stricter than they are just because of things like role models. Um, but they really aren't. <laughs> mm. I don't know. It sounds odd. I don't know. Have you kind of, like, thought about doing it ever, Matt? Uh, I did, like I said, once yeah. upon a time when I was in college, but not since then have I really thought about it. In fact, I had kind of forgotten about LARPing until Shannon came onto the crew, and then I was like, oh yeah, I knew a bunch of people that did that once upon a time. And I kind <laughs> of forgot all about them until recently. So if like you were invited out one weekend, would you would you consider <clears throat> it? Uh, yeah, I probably would go along just to see what it was all about. I mean, like I said earlier, the fantasy thing isn't necessarily my my main thing, but yeah, I'd go along, and especially if somebody was like, hey, we're going to do a sci-fi one, but even for a fantasy one, I would probably go along. Well, and there's the uh, one of the greatest things about this game is there's no limit to how long you can play or what you can get out of it, and there's no age limit. Like, there's people who play from age 14 to... I kid you not, I probably have played with 60-year-old 60, 60 dudes. Like, it's you can play as long as you want to and as long as you're able to, and it's a great community. Nice. Would you go, Dave? 
Uh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm kind of in that uh, I'll try anything once type thing, you know, like I'll, but I I have more of an interest in the fantasy world than I think you do. Um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't a huge Lord of the Rings fan, but I still like that. Like I've always liked the Game of Thrones, Final Fantasies, not well, not Final Fantasy. That's a little different, but uh, mm-hmm. but like I I like that that time period, like the that 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 setting of knights and swords and arrows and things like that has always been cool and plus i i've always liked role playing games as far as video games go so to act, yeah. to kind of immerse myself into that kind of situation sounds fun especially when it's just really so like the way you're describing it Shannon is just hanging out and meeting new people mhm definitely and kind of becoming this part of this community essentially yeah, absolutely. All right, I cannot think of any more questions, and I. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I I've ranted either. Yeah, I think I've ranted about the random things I can think of off the top of my head. So no, it's been but a- feel free. Yeah, you've been, you've done a great job. Um, like I said, we'll we'll revisit it when we kind of dropped this on all of us at the last minute. This topic uh, to kind of fill in for. Uh, not sure what we were going to do this week, but I think it worked out pretty well. That was a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, yeah, totally. And we got, I think we'll get a lot out of it. Um, I think, yes, we'll definitely, oh, yeah. we'll definitely revisit it again with you and some of your friends for sure. Um, Cause I, I'm sure there's more I want to know that I just haven't had a chance to ask uh, or think of. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> that sounds great. And anybody who's listening, who's on the Twitterverse or Facebookverse, feel free to shoot some questions our way, and I'd be happy to answer them. Or check out ampguard.com. Um, there's that's where the rulebook is, and there's a lot of great photos there. If you're still not sure how to picture this, <laughs> so <laughs> definitely check out that website. And mm-hmm. when's your next big event that you you plan to partake in? I probably won't make any more until next year. I just have too much going on in the real world, unfortunately. <laughs> right. With people getting yeah. married and jobs and yeah, just too much. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, Matt, you guys literally just recorded an episode and it comes out mm-hmm. this, the same day as this one. What did you guys talk about? Mm-hmm. Oh, we talked about lots and lots of things. Um, <laughs> really, seriously, it was me and Jenny and we talked about uh, art and uh, movies and practical effects and CGI effects and Star Wars Rogue One and just all kinds of things. All she, kinds of things. She didn't make you talk about like Tom Hardy or uh, no, Fear, no, Fury we Road. Talked about, no, we talked about the Joe Ledger book series and oh, stuff yeah. like that. She would yep. want to talk about that. Yep. I wanted to talk about it too. I'm reading it and you're not. <laughs> I had, I don't have time to read the stack of comics I'm behind on. Yeah, yeah, join the club. I have the same problem. I'm trying to decide what of the 50 things I have to read to actually read. <laughs> I've got I've got back issues of comics. I've got Harry Potter to read and then there's lots of books I want to read and it just there is not enough time in life to read enough as much as I want to because cool shows like Stranger Things and other stuff happen that I want to watch. It's true. Uh, speaking of... It's an adulthood, right? <laughs> yeah, right. No. right? Uh, speaking of Stranger Things, Shannon wrote a beautifully written article or review of Stranger Things for thegeeklyplanet.com. So I urge you all to go check that out. And... Uh, Thanks, 
Oh, of course. And you're on Twitter, Shannon, right? I don't know if you want to give that out to people or not. Yeah, I'm at Babs the Batgirl, all one word. Oh, that's right, yes. You have mentioned it before, because it's the best Twitter handle that I've seen so far. <laughs> Aside from J Freakin' D for JDs, that's that's a pretty good one, too. Uh, True. Pretty good. Uh, Matt, you guys are on Twitter? 2BGPod. Perfect. Anything else you want to talk yes. about for your podcast? That I want to talk about for my podcast? Yes. To- Just... No, listen, please. Thanks. We appreciate it. I don't know why anybody listens, but people do and we like it. <laughs> yeah, don't ask them why. Don't. That's a good way to that's a good way to sell your show. I don't know why anybody listens, but you should. <laughs> right. Well, they people do. Lots of people do and we we appreciate it and we're glad people do and we're glad that we entertain people. We just because we don't understand it doesn't mean we don't like that we do it. <laughs> Perfect. See, that sounds much better. Now I'm convinced to go listen. There you go. Totally. Uh, we, <laughs> <laughs> we are on Twitter, at Atomic Geekdom. We're on Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Uh, not Snapchat or LinkedIn or anything like that. But... I don't understand Snapchat anyway, so it's probably good you're not on it. <laughs> One day we might. Who knows? Although Instagram is kind of stealing Snapchat's ideas, so... <sighs> We'll see. We might not need it anymore. But, uh, yes, AtomicKeekdom.com for all kinds of cool stuff, uh, podcasts, and whatnot. Uh, thank you, Shannon, for your wealth of knowledge on live-action role-playing. You're welcome. Thanks for great. having some great questions for me. Oh, they'll get better next time, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, thanks for listening, uh, and we will talk to you all next week. <laughs>